Yo! Welcome, everyone, to the We Are Gamers series. We hope you've been enjoying our 1v1 series so far, but tonight we have a special treat as we party up with our gaming buddies for The Five Stack. That's right. A group panel discussion where we will be discussing various gaming topics. So let me introduce to you tonight's, tonight's Five Stack party for this amazing session. In no particular order, but actually alphabetical order, we have Avant Avant-Garde, Switchy, and The Real, Death by Cows. Welcome, everyone. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Hello, hello. hello. What's up? What's up? Oh, man. And The Real Death by here. Cows. The Real Death by Cows is here, bro. I'm here. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, just, let's just jump right into it. It's Thank you guys for, for being a part of this. You know, these... These one v ones have been good, but now we gotta we gotta party up and, and get it going. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Fun, so, dude. so now we begin. So let's start it off with this simple question. In your so we all we all play video games and we all have our own opinion about which game is the greatest. But what actually constitutes or what in what what makes a great game? Like, what is a great game? What does that mean? Take it away, guys. Very subjective. Oh, I agree. Just I agree. a little. It, it just not even just a little. I mean, there's people <laughs> that that'll say Assassin's Creed is the best thing ever made. No, 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 not so. So not which game is actually the no, best. No, no, I'm just, I'm just what, saying that that yeah. it's just a subjective thing. Everybody has mm. their own favorite game of what is what's the best. Like Switchy and me can argue all day on whether or not Bioshock is or is not the best game ever. Um, it is not to so, me. That's for sure. So but, what um, would what would constitute <laughs> a game being great? What makes it great? Yeah, what what's the game game makes it great? What's the yeah. thing diagram of like? the middle part like because if i was to take a game like modern warfare 2 everybody has their own like take on what it was while you were playing it versus what it is now mm -hmm. but sure. i mean i i think that it it really depends on the genre of gaming of ga the genre of game that would like uh constitute what would make it greater than that because first person shooter competitive play first person shooter you know co-op first person shooter you know, PvP, PvE is different from a MOBA mm -hmm. and what, mm -hmm. what, right. they, what they think people right. think. Because you could argue, is. you could argue in a shoot, just in the shooter genre, as you mentioned before, like, you know, you might say, oh, Call of Duty, why? Because of the mobility or the, the design or the, the level creation. But another person may prefer Halo because they like the more arcade style, the less about customization and more about everyone being on the same playing field i think you have to set i think the first circle in the diagram would be replayability what games make you want to come back and play them again i think that's got to be one of them i mean that would be my my view at least for one of the bubbles at least well, in that venn diagram interesting though but does that really make it or not make it great because i've played games that were amazing you know story-wise and mm -hmm. i'll give an example the Baldur's gate series i don't know if you guys have played any of those they're rpg mm -hmm. right right and i've never played them 
Yeah, so they basically are a single player for the most part RPG story where you're you're going through the campaign. The story is amazing, but the story doesn't change. But I can tell you those games were so fun to play the first time and then the second time I didn't I I just didn't see a reason to play it again. I mean, the gameplay was good, but I already knew the story, which is why you play which is why you play an RPG. For me, I know when when we talk about gameplay, that's always been, think about it. Think about these older games because I've had conversations with my kids and you have these older, these older games like Super Metroid and even the original Metroid. These are great, great freaking games. Their graphics are terrible. But what is it about that gameplay that keeps it going? You know what I mean? Was it, was it the newness? Was it the technology that was used? Because if you think about it, that technology is, is kind of old. And it's the game still stands the kind test of, of time. <laughs> kind yeah, of you, old. It's you like know what 20, 30 years old at this point you're getting I know. up to. Thanks. I think, but <laughs> no, but just in general, I think, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with the, the technology because think about how many games today mm-hmm. are still super popular, but are just, in essence, side scrollers. Ori in the Blind Forest mm-hmm. is a perfect example. Oh man, um, I've my daughter played that, and that is so. So let's go in. So let's go into. Let's just let's just go into the next part. What so so what exactly is the criteria for a great game? And and give me your personal opinions, not not what other people think. Freak other people. What do you guys specifically believe in your opinions are the criteria for a great game? Anyone can shoot it off. I- I think Avante put that point out there with the Venn diagram. He seemed to have kind of an idea what he was thinking. I think um uh I think the the rehashing or the reproducing of a of a nostalgic game um is probably big. Because if you was to look at, at first person shooter genre and people and, and the ones that grab on like Mm-hmm. You can go all the way back to like a golden eye and every first person shooter of our, uh, I guess as old as we are would know that one of the first like versions of a first person shooter, like PVP that we could remember is golden eye for the N64. Definitely. Every RPG probably is a, every good one is probably a really good version of the best parts of Zelda. You know, mm. uh like any kind of side scrollers, you could pick any Atari game for a side scroller that's good now that was built on ones that like were popular back in the day. So mm. I think I think to to nail a nostalgic genre for us um could make it could make it a good game. Uh I'm thinking of new generation like where does what's the grandfather of like Roblox? That's what I mean. Minecraft. Minecraft. Those games, you know, those games are are considered good, right? And they don't have a nostalgic portion to it. I mean, think about like like even first person shooters. A lot of the people that play COD never played the original Doom. You know what I mean? Which is which is is the granddaddy. Well, if you want to go into like originals, it's Wolfenstein 3D, but Doom is the legit original. And none of these kids have played right. 
I mean, how many how many people you know over the age of 20, I mean, under the age of 20, that have actually played Doom, Wolfenstein 3D, or even even the Chex Quest game? Who who remembers the <laughs> Chex Quest game? You know what I'm Chex saying? Quest. That game. I don't, was, I don't even know what that is. Yo, it was oh a free God. game that came. Yes. It came in the Chex. Came game. in the Chex box. The yeah. Chex yeah. cereal. Yeah, it was gave, giving out free free cereal. Yeah. Yo, it I used a, like yeah. a PC game. Yes. yes. <laughs> it was a CD. This was in the box. It was a CD in the box. Yo, yep. and that game was amazing. You were literally shooting aliens with a gun that were they they looked like like checks the check cereal, but they were monster. It was just such a a weird concept, but because it was friendly you you know what i mean because my parents let me play it and they were like totally against any first person shooters i was like look mom look it was in the cereal it can't be crazy i showed her what it was and she was like it's okay <laughs> yep but it was I, I, go ahead i think something important because you mentioned before about criteria for a great game and avante mm -hmm. hit, mm -hmm. hit it on the nostalgic element i don't think you can establish a true criteria because if you look at the games that any of us play in this group, I mean, obviously, the two most popular games or the three most popular games between the four of us here um, is Diablo, League of Legends, mm -hmm. and then for me, at least, Destiny, at least right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, and none of those games share... They share some similarities in spots or some That's sort of aspect... Part but they're vastly different. So what is it that brings the game back? I, I think there really is no true criteria for a great game because someone like me, but all of us have one thing in common, I think, which is what I think to me makes a great game. Mm -hmm. And it's the carrot on the stick. What makes me come back to the game? Mm -hmm. What makes mm -hmm. me want to play that game? Mm -hmm. For guys playing Diablo, it might be grinding it out for the best item that's available. Like Destiny. Yeah. Exactly. Destiny. Coming back to play that. League of Legends. The carrot on the stick is is the um you know, the the grind, the the rank system, the learning a new champion. There's all these different things. And even in games that you said, well, I only play them once through. There's still a carrot on this stick, which is the to get the best experience out of that game. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I, I think that's important. I want to see what comes next. Right. Yeah. Right. Because a game like Horizon Zero Dawn, if anyone's ever played that game here. Fantastic. Fantastic game. game. But it's a lot like the older, not the older Zeldas, but to the Zelda. Like we all loved Zelda because it felt open world, but it really mm -hmm. wasn't an open world game. It was yeah, this kind it of was a linear space. path. You were set on a linear a path with all this quests. other stuff you can do on the side. Yeah, it's right. not like Skyrim or like GTA where, you can, where you're literally right. just said, here, that's your next thing. Go do whatever the hell you and, want. And Horizon Zero Dawn did that same thing. So I think it's what is you as a player? What is your carrot on a stick? And mm. for me, like I said, Destiny is the grinding for the gear, but it's also like the aspect of playing with a group of guys doing a raid playing content together and whether it be pvp pve um talking about gun builds or, or things like that and then obviously 
I think that's the step. And then there are almost secondary steps, like what makes Destiny really good? Well, it's an unbelievably well-crafted shooter. Smooth, the gun, the gunplay is good. Or you come to League of Legends. Well, it's a very well-crafted by an indie company. Um, when it works. Uh, you know. <laughs> small indie company. Uh, client small issues indie aside. company. Small, you know, client <laughs> issues aside. But it's a small, but it's, it's, you know, maybe your carrot is being a one trick and learning mm. a champion to the highest caliber. Maybe your mm. thing is knowing every champion. Maybe your problem is you want to know every champion and you're just not good enough. But it's like this idea of what brings you back to it. And I think it's whatever your personality is. I'm a competitive person. I like coming back to things that grind, you mm -hmm. know, and I think that I think that's what makes a great game is what brings you back. Because there's a lot of games that critics would rank terrible. And then you I'm sure everyone has a game that you're like, that game was actually pretty fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yet, like yeah. a critic might have said it was dog water. So yeah. that to me is what it is, is what is your carrot on a stick that keeps you playing a game? It's, it's and, funny you say that because you know. there's a game that I love for the SNES that people have never even heard of, and it's called Hyperzone. And people never are like, what, what the heck is that game? So basically, you were this, this vehicle. It was a rail shooter. And mm. yeah, I, when, when you get a chance, check it out. No one knows about this game. I've played it, thought it was great. I've had other people play it. They were like, this game kind of sucks. And, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like the best freaking game in the world. But see, that's the thing. Like, where's where's the medium for for the criteria in a great game? You know what I mean? Cause because this is this is gonna lead up into into this next this next question well, I asked because hold on, hold on, hold go, on, ahead, go ahead. Before we even move on, we can even boil it down to something more simple than what brings you back or, or the Karen on the stick or what's your draw. Mm. It's just, what's fun to you? Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're not playing league of legends because we hate it. We're not playing Diablo because we hate it. I don't know about that. As, as, as much as it is <laughs> fucking frustrating, we still play it because we find some kind of enjoyment of getting our asses kicked. And then, you know, come, you know, I guess being together in the misery of getting our asses kicked is what's so fun about it. But I mean, I have uninstalled it at least 15 times. Yo, even, yeah, even but, I wait, 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 it once. But wait, but wait, wait, listen to what Switchy just said. He's uninstalled League of Legends multiple times and still has it on his computer right now. Why? Yeah, you yeah. toxic blokes don't play anything else oh, together. Oh my goodness! Like Diablo. Oh, you my play goodness. with Avante, and Avante need to get a can't play. Avante need a new graphics card. He can't play anything with me. No, I'm kidding. Low. That was. Oh, but I mean, but he's true. At, at, at the end of the day, I mean, that, that's that real. That's honestly what I think it is. It, it's mm. what what you find fun. That's what determines whether or not the game is great or not. Like, there's plenty of people that would say that that E.T. game that damn near, you know, destroyed gaming as we know careful. it might have been the best thing ever careful, to them. Careful. You know, because that, that was I, their I first that game. That, you I know, that like, game. But you got to think about it like that. There's plenty of us that, that the mm. first game they played wasn't Crash Bandicoot. It, it mm. might have been Cool Borders 1. Like, who the hell knows? That might have been the best game they've ever played in their life. Sequest you know, it, it's super subjective. Yeah, right. absolutely. So... This will actually go into the next segment because, you know, we're, we're talking about what actually makes a great game. And we're, we I want we're talking about the gaming industry because we all want to see stuff succeed. 
you know, we all we all love a good game. No one no one wants to hear, oh, you know, this game is coming out. Oh, but it sucks. You you know what I mean? And we've all had that experience where yeah, we're through. waiting. We're waiting for a game. Yeah, I know. We're waiting for a <laughs> game. It comes out. So so let's. So I'm glad you brought up Diablo three because that's actually my answer to this next question. What? So what are some of the greatest failures ever? in the gaming industry. So this is a two-part question. So let's just start with that part first. What were some of the greatest failures? I'll say the Diablo 3 real money auction house. Pure, <laughs> pure failure. I mean, you can, you can read it. There is no one who thinks it was a good idea that I know that is alive because, you know, if someone did, they're made up because it was just garbage. They, they put in all this time and effort <laughs> Yo, you come on. The game was so bad. They the itemization. So you have a game about loot that they didn't even care about the itemization. So you had wizard only items which needed intelligence, rolling with stats like strength and dexterity that did zero on unique items specifically for that class. And and this is somehow they're they're saying to themselves, this is a good idea. What 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 other what other failures come to mind for you guys? I could think of a, at least ten off the top of my head, but I want to hear from you guys. Tell me. Hmm. You hit my biggest one on the head, bro. That the for me that that was hands down one in, in my lifetime. That's got to be the biggest failure I've never that, seen that I remember. Diablo yeah. three at launch had to be the biggest upset uh, when it came out. Oh my god! I pre-ordered that shit like well Same. a year in advance like counting down days like yep. you know made sure my computer could run it like and then it came out and was just absolutely fucking disappointing i was like yo and and you know what you know what oh i'm i'm sorry like, guys i know i'm asking like, you guys but uh, this this is like no. that like, that game it, oh, just gosh. utterly just disappointing that yes. to the point that that everybody that i knew that played the game when it first came out said the same thing like it's yep. just trash it took them patching the game and releasing it on console for it to get somewhat playable and, and that okay. was that was and that was almost a year what, later <laughs> like it was longer than a year no and you want to hear the sad part i kept playing it because i wanted to like it and it was probably one of the most and and then it just got to a point that i'm just like i'm not i can't play this it's just it's just trash what what about you guys switchy avante Hmm. Come on, guys. I was I thought about that, but I, I I'll I'll throw a worst game out there joke before I go into what I think is there's one a, of the worst releases. There's a lot. Superman <laughs> for the N64. Ooh, Anyways. that was bad. <laughs> that is That's hands rough. down one but of that, the yeah that that was that worst was, games <laughs> ever. Those games that game was bad. Depending, so, you couldn't even end it. No, you couldn't. Bad. My game surprisingly <laughs> is not going to be as um uh it's not going to be old or it's not going to be like childhood it's be game cyberpunk? that I would right. Mm -hmm. To me, Cyberpunk because I think we talk about the carrot on the stick, coming back to a game, being wanting mm -hmm. having replay whatever. Mm -hmm. This is a game that you know the developer of The Witcher Witcher 3, which is one of the highest Fantastic rated games of all game. time. Yeah. You've got all of this history that goes into it, all of this backdrop, the hype, and then 
it just was a absolute shit. disaster. And you like, kill. Yeah. It's one of the few games. Like I'm not someone who buys a lot of games now because mm-hmm. I have a core of games that I play regularly, and then I'll drift into other things. Um, I went out and got Cyberpunk right out the gate. I got and when in the first forty five minutes I was driving a car, my guy when I was on the outside view of the car, T posed <laughs> with no pants on. I was like, that's not a thing that I want to he just T posed out of the car and he had no pants on. I was like, what? And it was in like the, the worst f- Yeah, that it was like a bug. <laughs> like you could drive around and your guy would just stand oh up T posed and he had no pants on. Oh right, right, um, right. Right. That was right, so, right. That would just happen. I, Right. Yep. And I think so that's bad. I think that's the thing because I think g- games, you know, we're we're I think we're looking at a time right now in gaming where for every unbelievable game that there is, um, big steaming pile of shit. Right. Like so, for every unbelievable <laughs> game like Marvel Spider Man. Um, oh, that was a the fall you know, man. God, the new God of good. War. That was good too. You're if you haven't get, played either of those A one experiences, guys. The only other game that I yeah, think God of War me, was a good one. The only other game for me that I think rivals Cyberpunk was Anthem, because Ooh. Anthem for me was supposed to be a Destiny with freaking Iron Man suits. Yeah, Iron Man Destiny. Yeah, it was dead, dead to the point where they don't even support it anymore. What? What yeah, about the servers? What about that? Amaz- what about that Amazon game? I don't even um, remember the name. Um, New, oh, World? New World. New World. Not New World got a fair bit of play. It, it didn't have an end game, which was the problem for New World. Is it ran out of an end game like a, that? An RPG needs like a World of Warcraft end game. It ran out of an end game. They're like, oh, we forgot about the end game. And well, so, think, like, think about it was think, dead. So, but also think about all the MMOs that don't exist anymore. That they just faded yeah. into oblivion. Ooh, that, ooh, that what was that Marvel? That Marvel Wild one, Star. that big Marvel one. That was what, bad. There was yeah, there was yeah, one Wild Star. Wild Star was crazy fun, and yep. the audience Planet just was. Side. Planet Side, yo, Planet Side oh, was. I I thought Planet Side had had potential because Planet Side reminded me of a game me me and me and Avon played called Shattered Galaxy in the the global aspect of what you had to do instead of it being an RTS though you were it was a first person shooter and it was a first person shooter with with vehicles you could like do tanks planes which i thought was like yo this is amazing and mm-hmm. yeah it, it there's planet side 2 though and apparently it's still going you know what i mean well, but a lot i mean it's how the games rebooted i mean for example a game that had a really poor launch was star wars the old republic then they went free to play with a kind of a, you know, battle pass kind of buy materials model and it survived. But again, it, it takes I mean, the MMO thing is interesting. It's hard to compare MMOs because apparently it takes like seven years, eight years to develop an MMO. And then, well, yeah, they tank I'll, within the first like six I'll months. Give you, I'll give you sucks. a good. Well, Wildstar started strong and I don't know what the heck happened, but. That game just literally fell off the face of the earth, and I was about something super obscure. It was it was Wildstar. No, Wildstar. Paladins was another game that died out real fast, and Overwatch clone. That was a super well. Paladins came out at the same time as Overwatch, (laughs) and what's that other one? But it was a legit other one that came out that Blizzard made. So let me Blizzard made like three at at one time. So let me. I don't have a. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. I, I don't have a a game that I think was a outright failure that stacks that sticks out of my mind. I do have aspects of games that I thought was whack over time that I noticed, especially hearing you guys talk about it, is way more apparent in recent times than it did back in the day for us. Give me, give me and a, I, give an example. Like I think about? I think like when it became more and more obvious that um, companies are trying to make money with mm. microtransactions and trying to ride the coattails of a game or a genre mm. that mm. was hot and then junk comes out because of it. There's yeah. like a, almost feels like it's a mad rush to jump on whatever the fad is. Yeah. That, that's why Paladins would fail because right, right. They're, not, they're not the original of that time. You know, they're not the the main, you know, hot thing at the time uh, for it to to catch. Uh, and I think it's maybe because a lot of that is just, you know, companies need to make money. They need, they need to profit. They're in, they're not in the charity business. They're in the profit business. So mm. it becomes, uh, the video games become a business transaction. And, and because of that, stuff gets rushed and stuff gets mm-hmm. thrown out there because they're on, on a timeline, on a deadline according to whatever powers that be, whether they're a publicly traded company or or not, they 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 are, I guess, pressed uh uh the uh business pressure from their um competitors push them to like cut corners and new stuff that doesn't make sense, like the Diablo three example. Mm. You know, like <laughs> I think uh EA, you know, as a company get, got amongst all the other stuff that they gotta deal with the nonsense that they're involved with like the 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 oh, uh you know pay to win and the mm-hmm. microtransactions stuff like that like really started to and that's why in recent and that's why i think in recent times we can we can label failures because that's really a recent thing that really was not a thing that was mm-hmm. in i guess public knowledge or public awareness back in like n64 days or sega genesis days or mm-hmm. playstation days mm-hmm. there's but one we also in- have the issue of manufacturers releasing unfinished games so well that's see that's and then dlc that's the thing okay before i bring that up though there's one mmo that i want to bring up that is an absolute failure just it, it was called star wars galaxies i don't oh, know I if remember that. yeah i played that was probably the first mmo that i actually became heavily vested in and that was such a fun MMO and for some reason you can you can google it if you if you have the chance if you want to see what I'm talking about just google Star Wars Galaxy I think it's a NGE or something like that so basically they took they took a game that was successful mind you this is this game has been out for a few years it's a success it's like up there with World of Warcraft in terms of popularity in terms of it hit all the right buttons it was an official Star Wars licensed game and and they changed it and I, I I have no idea why they did this they they changed the game in such a way that they dumbed it down to try to grab a different audience and what ended up happening is that their existing player base, Literally everyone left this game and they did not get any new players. And guess what happened? Well, I mean, they died. Right. That's, they killed that's exactly what happened to Destiny. 
they killed themselves though. I mean, it was well, Destiny, Destiny one or Destiny, Destiny two? had a Dest. Well, the problem was so Destiny two wanted to reboot the game for more casual users. So in the first year of Destiny two, one of the biggest changes that they eliminated was random rolls. So basically, that meant that. A gun would not drop with a random roll. It would right, drop it static. with yeah. a set static roll. So once you got that gun, that was it. That was it. So it made it killed the opening the game. Now they were smart enough to reverse that thing and move forward. But I, I think really quick, I, I wanted to make a really good point. I, Avante's point, which was the idea of games, um, games that miss on something and that makes a huge difference i think that is a big deal because a lot of games especially as we go further along they have a point that they hit on they have something that they hit on like new world's gameplay is apparently very good but you miss the end game you have anthem unbelievable gameplay and mobility and design yeah no end game you miss the end game for a game that's designed to have an end game. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and so what I think like what is what happened with Overwatch. Right. It was you multiplayer know. only. There was no there was no story. There was nothing else to do. I, I, I but I well, don't Over, necessarily Overwatch think it has something was, to do with a story. I Overwatch think it has to do with success. It just is old. You lose, Overwatch but you lose. Peter the brink of success and failure. Like, right. like it was a wild dance it did. I think Which, it's just mm-hmm. because what happens is the games, what we want in games, mm-hmm. what people want isn't necessarily what everyone wants but what you're missing what you end up missing is you don't you instead of creating a good core you create you miss something oh we got a good core like a good core overwatch play that plays well but the problem is then the game gets stagnant and because it's well it's all shields and it's all this so like league of legends even has that problem right now it's too much movement, movement creep. So now everyone has, has to have a dash. But how do you reverse that? You can't because you've already snowballed that. So now every champion has like 15 different ways to jump sideways. So the key, but the key is making sure that you keep your game, you, you, you get your core element is good. If yeah. your core element is bad, you don't have anything to build on. And I think that's a real big problem is too many games are today miss their core and then and, you know and then but then like marvel spider-man they went back to the drawing board and they said what's the core of spider-man is it combat no it's a dude who can swing from buildings so what did they do they went back to spider spider-man 2 on the gamecube and figured out how that guy did the swinging aspect where it followed the laws of physics to some extent and that's what they, you know, you swing and stuff. So the key is getting that core. And I think Avante hit the point more than anyone. It's one thing to have a game failure. It's another thing to sink $50 million into development of a game and just, eh. That's what that I'm to saying. me is worse. That yeah. to me is worse. 
So, so that's actually the second part of this question. So, you know, you have these failures, but hasn't recently, I mean, I don't know about you guys and you guys could totally disagree with me on this, but doesn't it seem like the same failures keeps, keep happening? Why, why are these failures allowed to happen? You know what I mean? Cause I know, all right. So let, let me take it from a, a project, project management perspective, right? You have a project, you have to do X, Y, and Z by a certain amount of time, you know, so you, which which is how which is how these game companies are doing this you you know what i'm saying they're not they're not just throwing it to the wind and i'm just wondering cuz they were they were games in the past that were made by dudes in their garages that became successes you, you know what i mean what what happened because now we have we have failures that keep happening like the recent failure cyberpunk these mmos that just can't can't launch off the ground or an MMO that just gets run into the ground for whatever reason. Why do these failures keep, why are they allowed to happen? Are they allowed, are, are we allowing them to happen? Is that, is that the gamer's fault for, for why is it? Expectation. CD Red, CD Project Red made Witcher. Your expectations now, it mean that you can make games that are better than the majority of people. Your expectations are a lot higher. I don't put a lot of expectations on a guy making a side-scroller, 2D side-scroller in his garage. So if he makes a quality side-scroller, it gets that's great. But once he builds a studio and makes a and ha puts out two or three quality games and sinks they sink millions of dollars into his production, people expect that. When I buy that side-scroller game and it costs me $7 on Steam, Great, you know, money is an aspect. Cyberpunk was sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. You know, and, and it was you're putting, it was you're sinking terrible. money, <laughs> you're spending a lot of money, um, on games now. They're not, you know, they were always expensive, but you didn't have this. You have, we have a much higher expectation of what a AAA game should be. And that, I think, is why we can... we Personally, I don't think as many games are as big failures as we think that they are. They just... We play them and go, this AAA game stinks. I don't want to play this anymore. And a lot of people say that. It's not... Cyberpunk's not a bad game. It's actually a very good game. But the expectation of Cyberpunk is not great. It's just like... All of us playing League of Legends. We all remember back in the day there was this 500 RP skins. <laughs> remember those? And they're like, yikes. Now yep, we don't yep. we expect every skin to look <laughs> like it could fly off the map and you know go out on a you know go and hang out with Some you. Some of them can in terms of quality, <laughs> even at that micro small level. Yeah. You know, you know, now I mean, look, if you go back and look at the original ultimate skin. The 3250 RP skin. It's Ezreal. Ezreal. He was the first yep. one. The that Ezreal. Fire Ezreal. Was the worst skin oh, to use it? on Ezreal ever. It I still is. It. <laughs> no, it's better now because of the rework. But he, it used to be the worst skin because there was a hiccup in his auto attack animation. So it made it hard to get his auto attack animation. You actually ran Explorer Ezreal, which was a 750 RP skin. That's what people used. But the point is, 
you spend $32.50 on a skin, I an RP, I expect that skin to be top tier. Well, guess what? That skin is still $32.50. Obviously, remade now with the new Ezreal, it looks nice because Ezreal got reworked in terms of visuals. But back then, you bought that skin. A skin today versus that skin then is 30 times better. So the expectation of what people want changes in games. And I think that's very... Because even games like Elder Scrolls Online, quality game. But the expectation was a so, lot higher. So, so it missed expectations, I think, so, of what people want. So someone said DLC earlier. I'm in the camp. Was this, was this with you? Okay. Yeah. I'm in the camp that DLCs have become one of the greatest failures in gaming. I wouldn't say that. No, I don't think so. I wouldn't say that because take a game like Skyrim, mm-hmm. where the base game alone, easy to sink 300 hours and you haven't done shit. Mm-hmm. Then you add on all the DLC. Now you're talking about you're adding vampires and werewolves. You're adding building a house, uh, raising children, forging extra shit. Like, it adds, we're, we're talking an extra 150, 300 hours worth of shit for you to just dick around and do. Like, you can go fishing just to fish. Right. Like, what? And you're telling me all I paid was an extra, well, at that point, it would have been an extra 50 bucks in DLC to have all that. So you guys don't so you- think... You guys don't think that DLCs have been almost... I feel like... See, in that example, that DLC is actually more like more like a mini expansion. But I've seen it the other way around, where you have a game rushed to get released, and then they release a DLC that fixes a lot of the problems they have. So I'll give a perfect example. Diablo 3. Yeah. They had, they, they, they had a, a new patch that came out and I think it was the Necromancer patch or something like that, where they had a lot of fixes, but you needed to buy that patch. There's been a, a bunch of other games. They release a game, and instead of fixing it, this this happened with Destiny in the beginning. I don't I don't know if you agree with the switch, but that's how I felt it was. They 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 rush things so hard, and then what they do, they throw down a DLC saying, "Oh look." This new DLC allows you to do this when in reality, that's what the game should have should have done from the beginning. I mean, think about it. When's the last time we've actually received a full, complete game that we could say is good? Not saying that a DLC isn't bad to have with it when it's when it's a good game. But how many games the DLC is like a is like the crutch to fix it? But you have to pay for it, which I think is insane. Uh I've never seen DLC fixing bugs in a game. I've seen day one patches fixing bugs in a game. I think you have to understand one thing and one thing very clearly when it comes to DLC. We like to compare games to what we did as what we played as kids. All right. And a perfect example is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay. We go, look at this complete game that they released. Sure. Do you know how long it takes you to play Ocarina of Time Mm -hmm. and do every side quest? 
it's like a 40 hour game, maybe a 45 hour game. Yeah, maybe it's very 50. short. It's not as big as you think. It just felt big because we were all kids. And it was like, oh my gosh, this game is so big. You were all stupid. I think Avante would, I would agree with me on that. Avante, right? I mean, Scott, Zelda felt like a big game to you, I'm sure. I actually never played Zelda. Oh, you didn't play Zelda? Okay. Avante oh, reported. Re- reported. Yep. I'm reporting you for now on. Reporting. Nah, so what was your favorite Zelda. game? What was your favorite game? I was the fighter of games. Like, I was playing Double Dragon, Ninja Turtles. Mm, nice. So, so, take Mario game, Brothers. Right. so take a game like Super Mario, you know, for or regular Mario. Like people go, like, did you consider that I was you were a kid? That was a complete game. Mm-hmm. Everything was in the game. Yeah. The problem is we that. look at we look at games now and go, oh, this isn't a complete game. They're giving us DLC. The, yes, you're paying for extra content, but I think it's a misnomer because Do you know how long it would take you to do a full completionist run of Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Oh, uh, what is it? 120 hours? hours. It's a 120 hour game. It's something like, it's something really stupid. Right. I I did like 95, I did like a 90% run at the beginning of COVID. Which and is I got, why I'm like, I, I want to go crazy by the end. But bro, so it, it's, it's sitting in my Amazon Prime right now, and I'm like, yo, maybe, I was like maybe I want to play it. Then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to sink no time into it. Well, the that story was is. great. The story mode alone is 40 hours. But that's what I'm saying. That's a 40 hour time suck. But that, that's a right. but but that's kind of a complete game in and of itself, though. Right, but but there is DLC that adds 15 to 20 hours on that game. Exactly. Right. And I'm not saying that DLCs are that crutches. I don't think there's a DLC in my opinion. Like Destiny didn't release a DLC that crutches the the game. Exactly. The, exactly. You have to be careful. There's a new term in this industry now. They call it live service games. There are games now that are built on that Warcraft model. Destiny is considered a live service game. Mm. Warcraft is a live service game. What it is is it's a constant stream of content. You pay every year a, a charge in order to make the, the, the studio continue to create content for that game. Remember, Nintendo, once Ocarina, finished, was, Ocarina of Time was finished... They boxed it in those little cartridges, and they never did a thing with it ever again. Mm. So the idea is that most of the games that have DLC have lie or have lie. You're creating new content. You have live patches. Now we can argue the price of DLC. Yo, that's, that's where yeah, that's a different conversation. DLC, like exactly. Destiny added on the 30th anniversary pack. Yeah, don't back get me in the started fall in December. Already- you I don't know my opinion. But, but here's the thing: I just, you bought I just think it's horn, which is that you is a pay so to win. expensive. That's what you paid for. But you paid fifteen dollars for a dungeon. Yeah, and you paid and then, fifteen dollars for a for a gun. But remember, their battle pass is ten who, bucks. But wait, but hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I have I have one solid question about this. Sure. We're 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 all here talking about the positive, the negative of DLC. When the better question is, when is it enough? Because see, that's, think my, about, that's what I'm saying. No, no, hold on, hold on. Because think about it like this, Switchy. How long has Destiny been out? Destiny two. Uh, twenty. It released in twenty seventeen. Okay, and how many DLCs have they released 
for Destiny in Destiny Two in that time. We're on what? Okay. This is Five? number six. So we got no. Six we got coming up. Destiny. Then we get the seasonal content. No, 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 not the seasonal content. No, 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 no. I'm just 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 hold on, hold on. I'm counting. Yeah, mind Curse of Osiris, Forsaken. Um, yeah, then they started doing seasonal, but then you'd pay. They made they when Forsaken dropped, they switched to a different model. They went away from direct DLCs and they went to one large DLC or expansion into three seasonal seasonal content. So it's like fresh content. I mean, you're at a point now. If I load up my Destiny, yeah, and you got to pay for all those extra things. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Yes, you're getting all that content. You're essentially getting up at the end of that entire season a brand new game so essentially right. you repaid for destiny a second time so if you right. uh, if if you just lump some that you've essentially bought destiny now three or three maybe three and a half times over mm. when you include base original purchase and then all the dlc not including battle passes because that's a separate fucking beast and a separate conversation for a a different day when we were we're not just talking about dlc but the battle passes you have to pay for and our and lock content behind that as well which i think is a little bit much as well because those battle passes are 10 bucks each but i really think i really think the cost really depends on what you do so i just looked at my destiny all right i have on theme Okay. Now this does not log my first year of Destiny on PC, which was Forsaken, which was um no, I'm sorry, D1 cuz remember D- Destiny yeah, 1 on its release Destiny 2 number of hours on Destiny. Destiny right? 2 when when Destiny 2 was released, it first was on Blizzard for the first year. Yes. Yeah. Uh 2 years almost, yeah. I think actually. It I was don't for think a while. it went, it I think it went Steam. I think it went Steam and Beyond Light. So before that, it was on yeah, Activision. Yeah, that's two years, man. It was on Blizzard. So it was two years on that. I have played Destiny on Steam alone. 2,200 <laughs> hours. So that is 91, 90, about 92 days of Destiny. So, but, but that's what I'm saying. So the, the, uh, all, all that to say for you, mm. DLC for Destiny is not a failure. It no. is a huge success. It brought you back to the game. It kept you sucked in. It kept you coming back. So right. that's not to say DLC as a whole is a failure. It's just to say that DLC in certain situations, absolute trash for sure. So I'll I give think one it example. On the it, game. Does, it does depend. No. Exactly. It does. Exactly. I'm not, I'm it's not saying very it. situational. It's not a blanket right. statement. I just, I've seen it when it first started. I forget what the heck game it was. And I noticed the game wasn't, it was a first person shooter and it wasn't, it's an old, this was like in 2000. It wasn't a great, it, it came out super buggy and a DLC came out. Oh, I wish I can, rem- I, I can't remember for the life of me this game and I didn't write it down like an idiot. when. But, I, but you got to remember a DLC but, might be different back then because DLCs then a lot of games, we, we forget a lot of games back in 2000, 2001 did not have patch support well like see, this was this was the thing. when i when i saw this i saw the direction and it worried me because i thought to myself oh no if a game people are going to start rushing these games or taking advantage of people's wallets to get bites 
bites of stuff out. Because here, I'll give you an example of a game that dropped that was a complete game. And this is probably the only game recently that has done this. And that's Star Wars Squadrons. That game, when it came out, was that was the game. It was 40 bucks. It was it had a campaign, which was really fun. And its main draw was the multiplayer, which I actually played a lot. I was into ranked and everything. That game was just phenomenal the way that game worked. But that game was complete. And even now, from what I understand, you know, it's been about, I want to say, three or four years since it's been released. And you've gotten your $40 out of it. Some people still play it. You know, the rank scene, from what I understand, is still kind of active in that game because there's no but other game like it. But there's there's an argument to be said there that is mm. that because the game doesn't have DLC or the game... It, it it fits a unique niche in the market. Like, you know, I mean, a perfect... A, a, so we've been battling back and forth here on... Not battling, but talking about games and DLC. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm curious is there's one guy in here that plays one game. Two games, maybe. In Avante. He plays Diablo and he plays League, which at the end of the day, League is no DLC. It's just if you want to spend money on skins. Mm. So it's... I think every game DLC adds a different value to different people because the games that I play, the if the Bitchy. experience gets me time and money out of it, then I benefit from paying additional for new content. But I just don't think you'll see this same, idea same of thing, a complete guys. game. Yeah, I don't think there's a we're, we're going in circles thing. here. Well, Avante <laughs> Avante mentioned something with microtransactions. That is, I think is a different problem, but that's League yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, we we can talk about that. I mean, so so that actually so that'll actually transition because that's a trend that we've seen more games going through. Horrible towards. trend. Right. Oh, 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 speaking microtransactions, this is perfect because I just read this today and while it's fresh on my mind and I for- and before I forget it in about 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, Diablo Immortal. <laughs> Peep yes. this. Peep this. Let, 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 me, let me give you guys some, some, some stuff here. So, no, bullshit. Um, apparently, there were third-party vendors selling Eternal Orbs, which is a level-up currency for Diablo Immortal. Now, these third-party vendors were selling their uh, orbs at a discount price. So you'll get like 70, 200 orbs for like 80 bucks when buying it through Diablo uh, would have cost you 100. Mm. Okay. So um, over the weekend, Diablo and Blizzard went and said, hey, look, all those orbs that y'all bought, we're going to take back, but we're not going to ban you and we're just going to put your account in the negative. So there are currently dudes running Diablo Immortal who have negative 2.5, 2.6 million eternal orbs, and they can't essentially play the game until they clear that balance. But see, that's the thing. You have you have those third party sites. So here, let me just let me just ask this next question. So what are the trends? <laughs> wow. What what trends are the video yeah, right gaming on. industry making that are 
Actually, no, I'm not going to ask this question yet. So with the microtransactions, because I believe that's also a failure too, have the third the third party the third party sites like boom off of that though. Whenever you have a game that has microtransactions, I feel like but that's not true because you Problem also is you not... also have gold selling websites for most games. I know wow, it was big. But Avante and... hit the point clean. Microtransactions we're joking about Diablo because Diablo is considered like a hardcore hardcore gamer kind win, of game. For sure. For sure. Pay, pay to win, win microtransactions. I'm going to tell you where the real problem is. The real problem stems when it comes to microtransactions in it it stems above a game like League of Legends. It stems from their now primary owner, which is Tencent. They Tencent own almost owns everything. <laughs> they own a huge number of games. They just they actually yeah. own a huge yeah. number. But here's the thing, I'll never forget first time I ever met Avante before we when we were first talking about playing league and I told him to play Jace to play Jace to get out of bronze. Um uh there was another game that him and I started playing together. I did it with Thresh instead, just for the record. Clash of clan was it Clash of Clans? Clash of Clans. Castle. Oh. What was the castle one? That was it. Oh. Clash of Clans. No, Kenny Brown. Oh, I had a Kenny Brown called it Casual Crushers. By the way, uh, uh, <laughs> Death yeah, called, that uh, League of Legends like, Casual Crushers. Because we were playing Clash of Clans too. Yeah, but you could play. <laughs> you could play. But remember, it was like the game was useless if you didn't spend money. You wanted to, yeah, because yep. you had yeah. like a that's yeah, number five resource somebody. Yeah, Farmville. That was oh, the market. It's, yeah. atta- it's not you or I, I Mafia I Wars. That. I hate that. Right. We it's... don't have a problem with my we I don't like microtransactions, but the difference is microtransactions that we purchase are generally in games that we're playing significant time in that are considered high you know, high quality games from a standpoint of the studio and all of that. It's the it's the Microtransactions. I mean, I you've heard DJ, his son's trying to buy, you know, Roblox, Roblox, and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, orbs or some material for Pokemon Go, or whatever he's playing, the new Pokemon Ignite or whatever. Yeah. So, Mm. but that's where the microtransaction problem is, is because you've essentially created games like a game like League of Legends, a game like Valorant, a game like Lost Ark, maybe not Lost Ark, but yeah, Lost Ark. Uh, it's free Lost to play. Ark, but Lost Ark kind of has the microtransaction problem because a little bit you can you can get ahead mm-hmm. with the, like Genshin. The, they the, call them Gacha Genshin, game. Genshin, they call yeah, them Gacha definitely, games. definitely yep. one of those. But at that, the end of the day, if you play Genshin, it's the end game that the microtransactions help you unlock. But the game yeah. itself, you can run around, you can play, you can do yeah, a little it's bit free of to pay. But if you want to, yeah. so. The, right. You're either a dolphin, a whale, or free to play. That's right. what it is. Dolphin or whale. It's funny. I had mm-hmm. a I have a coworker. She was talking to. I I overheard this conversation. She's telling she's telling her coworker. She's like, I don't get it. My kid just spent two thousand dollars on something called Genshin Impact. What is that? And I heard that. Ooh. I started laughing so loud because she got her credit card number. And started charging on it. You know, she wasn't supposed to. Like, and and I'm saying to myself, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, there's, I know there's one game, Star Trek Online, 
that mm-hmm. you can do everything in like I've never put a single cent into that game. I even have top end game ships that I grinded out, you know, doing the currency to premium currency trading and stuff like that. But there's been articles about how they market and it it, it was it was very so they talked to like their their development team and the the management team and the management team literally knows about people who can't control themselves and yep. spend thousands of dollars so we'll make it so the things like the gambling the loot boxes things like things like that microtransactions that give you this chance to get something good they and cause that that's a big it one. It preys on I, gamblers, yeah. It preys because they can't that. control Europe, yeah. and it's and it's straight European but, countries, and, and that's not, exactly and why the European it. countries ban it. Exactly because it's it's dangerous, and but these companies are preying, are preying on this. Making there was a lady they said they quoted as spending over a hundred thousand dollars. No, hold knew, hold up. They so knew she had a, wait, wait, to, They knew she had a problem. They knew she had a problem. But they didn't care because she was funding them, and it was like it was just sad, and yeah, it was crazy. Go ahead, Kyle. That was so. I thought that was absurd. I was playing a Final Fantasy Gotcha game, uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exodus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was part of the Reddit. I played that game for a while, from from like from the moment it came out to probably maybe about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy in in the Reddit. He was like he he made a post it just fucking came out of the blue too dude made the post he was like um guys i'm leaving the community for good and it went into detail he was like i am currently like 800 he was like i'm like $85,000 in credit card debt from just buying these just loot boxes buying? to try oh, to play this game like Lord. i like I, i'm spending I my like fucking rent money on this that. game like yep. My my wife is ready to divorce me. Like he was like, "Yo, I am destroying my life playing this mm-hmm. game, and if I don't stop playing, I- I'm gonna end up, you know, destitute and and fucking homeless." Yeah, like that's yo. that's the one advantage and, with World of Warcraft. But but then but but, but hold up hold up. Post. So then he he makes the post. Like six months later, he comes back. He's like, "Hey guys, um, I've been doing good. I actually got into rehab. I'm in like Gamblers Anonymous and shit." He's like, Yo. "This it actually showed me that I had a really big, deeper problem and shit." Like, like, wow. That's you, you never realize how 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 these gotcha games prey on people like that, and then you see you you hear shit like this, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and they they straight up just prey on you and. I think the model is to move towards a subscription-based thing where you get content because, that, I mean, I I never played WoW, but, you know, every one of my friends who talks about WoW, you mm-hmm. know what I always love? Their statement. I always go, yeah, I've been off WoW for about eight years now. So, they like, talk drug about addict. It like, drugs, <laughs> addict. And I think Yo, that I've is said, kind I've of said, the problem. I've said that phrase. So, so then, So then what trends are, are is the video game industry making that are in the right direction? We've talked about the failures. We've talked about what we think are the... We've talked about the microtransactions. We've talked about all this stuff. What trends have, have you guys seen specifically? Unpopular in, in- opinion, my opinion. I think this is an unpopular opinion, but I think it's the right way is I think the going to the um, Game Pass modes, models. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. Like I think that's that is definitely... 
no, 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 no. Game Pass. Like, so like Xbox PlayStation Online and and then Xbox oh, Game Pass. Okay. Where okay. you get like free you games could, and shit and, and yeah, get a yeah, free yeah. Game a month. Mm. Like I, I love the way Xbox the is game. doing it. The problem is you don't own it. You just own the rights to play it. So if you cancel, you don't get to play it anymore. But I think the idea of being able to go on, you know, open up Game Pass and be like, you know, I've never played that. Like the other day, I've been trying to find a good little builder style game because like something where you can sit down in your computer at like 1030 at night and just do everything with just your mouse like a. You know, in the old days, it would have been like roller coaster type, or yeah, but but I don't want to like actually have to micromanage guys, like just oh, little build little, little cities and stuff. You know, oh, you, you want like Lego Builder, bro? Maybe they, they got a phone app for that. That's funny. No, but, but I like to sit in front of my computer. But it's this idea that <laughs> I think that's a positive trend mm-hmm. um, is being able to get people access to a lot of games that they never used to play um, before. Um, you know, because no, at the same I time, the, the the downside is is I think that's a better model than releasing Skyrim fifteen times on fourteen different devices. You know what I mean? Like, and everyone yeah, buys it. It, it. I only have like four because, different devices. I don't know. Same, I think I think same. that's a good trend too, though. Being able to play the same. I like the. Not, I like the crossplay. I like that crossplay is becoming a thing now, but I also like cross progression. Yes, you, I love cross progression. Cross progression has been one of the best, in my opinion, because now you could play a game on the Switch, and you you have your you have your your character. It's the same character where you're at is safe. So now you're playing it on the Switch. You know you can play it if you leave your house. Then you come back. You jump on your PC, and you can literally, you don't have to start a new, you know, playing the exact same game, start a new account with a new character or, you know, continue because you you find stuff. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I think that's that's been a great direction that the industry is heading. I mean, Avante, what you say? You've, you've been quiet. You you have that silky, sexy voice, bro. Come on, talk to us. What 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 trends? Tell Tell us the trends that you see that video games are going that you think is a good direction. I don't see a lot of it, but um, I think where they should go, because I'm not seeing this right now, but the fact the way Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Steam worked mm. to be able to have mm. co-op uh, fighters from, and not even need the game, be able to have your buddies hop on. I think that's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good trend to be able to like do like a side scroller or co-op like that. Like, yeah, I think I think there's a couple of things that I think they could bring back that that would be good. Um, I agree with crossplay. That 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 actually is heavy into why I wouldn't double buy a game. That if I'm gonna play a game, I have to commit to PC because I will not buy a console knowing that I, I'm uh, unless I'm buying it for uh, console specific. Like if I'm buying PlayStation Four God of War. That I'm getting it for God of War, and then any other uh, PlayStation exclusives is good. But like, you know, the the uh, yeah, it wasn't until recently. But like that as that is an example is like the reason why I would not do that because I'm not from the I'm not from the even if I like the game, I'll buy it on multiple (laughs) on multiple spots. I'm I'm gonna commit to one, 
and, I, and I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go all in. On, I, I own Skyrim on, on four different platforms, five different platforms. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think cross play and cross progression w- would be good. Mm. Um, I think that's that's a good trend. I think I I actually like uh, just how mainstream it's become, mm-hmm. um, and how it's pretty much mm. part of the culture now. Like it's, it wasn't like that when we started. So. Which part? Nah, bro, I mean, fuck that. Fuck those guys. The cross fuck those guys beating us up because we like to play video games. They don't deserve to play video games. I'm a gatekeeper. <laughs> fuck them guys. Lol. Just like with anime. They didn't like anime then. They don't deserve anime. to like anime that. Fuck yep. those guys. Yep. yep. And anime <laughs> and gaming. Yo, okay. You know what? Here, here's a, I like yeah, that you bro. mentioned that. Here, Here's what I think is going to happen. I think, I think the way... Um, Hip hop became part of the culture here in the U.S. Uh, and now so it's anime and, and sports and hip hop were like linked together. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think ga- gaming, gamers, and gaming and anime is going to be the next thing that's going to be mainstream. Total that's joke. Did, did you hear about what happened to Kyler Murray when it comes to gaming? So no. here's a funny story. So Kyler no. Murray is a. It's you'll laugh. It's a funny story. <laughs> Kyler Murray is the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, is um, he's the he's the guy that has it in in his contract that he has to fucking study can. and shit because he plays video games. What? Yep. I guess uh, Death oh, by Cows yeah. just stole the thunder. Thank you. Uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, explain it better than that because that was a super shitty so explanation. So Kyler Murray, go ahead, explain so that shit. Listen, listen, listen. I saw TikTok about that. That's so funny. So he's a superstar quarterback for mm. the um for the Arizona Cardinals. But someone looked at his numbers, his um his performance numbers, mm-hmm. and he starts off usually very strong in the season, and then when November hits, his numbers start to dip. So the funny part is that Kyler Murray is not only a member of the Arizona Cardinals, he's also signed as a content creator and promoter of FaZe Clan, which is the Gaming team and gaming yeah. organization, Phase. So he's part well, of Phase as well. They play well. Phase is like it's Call of Duty, Hundred Thieves. No, 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 um, right. But what does he play specifically? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So oh, okay, Call of Duty's come out in November, mm. and his <laughs> numbers dip in November. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so the idea is that the joke That's is hilarious. that he plays Call of Duty more than he cares about playing this, and so the team. <laughs> has an issue, had an issue with what they felt was he was not putting in enough time in the film room and everything. So in his oh. contract, they wrote a clause that said you need to go home and do additional stu- uh, or do it in the thing and you have to do a certain amount of additional tape time and study that is, time. That is hilarious. For the game and obviously, but it got leaked yeah. and embarrassed them and it turned into a whole big thing. But <laughs> but this idea, I mean, the idea is that part of FaZe Clan is also... Um, uh, LeBron James's son, Bronny, he's a member of FaZe. Um, no way. Oh, yeah, Nick Merckx. Nick Merckx. But when they do the, yeah. but when they do, yeah, a little bit. But if, Nick Merckx, like who's the big, he's part of FaZe as well. He, um, you know, his, uh, 
he plays one of his closest friends is Mike Evans, who's the all-star Pro Bowl wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. And they played together in like Fortnite, in Fortnite tournaments. That's a lot. Um, as like like in these live events where they do like celebrity tournaments. Yeah. So the whole thing <laughs> is, is I think I think everyone plays video games. I think we've yes. moved past this idea that it's like, you know, I, I know friends. I mean, I was looking, I was at the gym the other day and there was this um uh, this one girl who was working out hardcore and someone said, oh yeah, she's like a fitness trainer and she does all this kind of like additional content for like health. I said, oh, all right. So I started following her on Instagram and her Instagram story, like right now, I looked in the last 20 minutes ago, she's posting her playing Fortnite and Call of Duty. Like it's, it's and this is someone that if you saw her in person 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you'd be like, that girl doesn't play video games at all. <laughs> she would like Ross, laugh at me. Ronda Rousey. Yep. She plays Ronda Rousey play play, plays WoW. Really? And yep. she, she talks Henry about Cavill. That is so in a, funny. In an interview with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, he played WoW and Warhammer. Did you hear the story about how Henry Cavill missed the call that he was going to play Superman because he was playing WoW? He was raiding, yeah. Oh, he was raiding in WoW, and <laughs> he got a call from Zack Snyder, the director, Whoops. and it went to voicemail, and he called him back, and it was like, Whoops. oh, by the way, you're Superman. Yeah, he, did, he yeah, talked bro. about it on the yeah, Graham Nolan He's admitted interview. it, yes. yes but I think gaming has bridged, bridged stuff. I think what we have to be careful of now is just like – this idea that gaming, you know, because now it's accepted, no one's going to go, oh, you go home and play Call of Duty. That's fine. But I think it's, I think we're past the point where it's not accepted. I mean, pro professional people play it. Athletes play it. People play it in all, in all forms. So I, I think the stigma has gone. You know, I think we all, I don't think there's too many negatives to gaming anymore. I think now it's, you could argue that games are so good that everyone's playing for hours on end. And it's like, okay, we need to, I think there's, that's where the balance needs to come into play is, you know, what are we playing? You know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think, and, you know, and, and for someone who's toxic in gaming, breaking away from what used to be that competitive nature. Cause not everyone is like that. That was gaming in a nutshell. It was always, Whatever you were doing, you were it was competitive in some capacity, or you treated it as competition because it yeah. was what you did. Now everyone plays it. They, there's so many more casuals to it. Yeah. So, so where do we think gaming is just going overall? I mean, is it a is it a good direction where it's going? A bad direction? Like where where is it going? Because you brought up the point that was a good point. Because now you have, and I'll be honest, I think these people always played video games for the most part. A lot of people really didn't like to talk about it, but especially people in their i want to say like 30s and 40s we were we were the group that grew up on the consoles more or less pc wasn't big until like 2000 and you know we we know about goldeneye we know about those crazy those crazy multiplayer couch experiences you know and unfortunately that's been one of the things and i think cows made this point a few a few days ago in one of our discussions how like that's something that's been I guess moved away, which oh, yeah, it was a TikTok I sent in, in our right. chat. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That and was he overrated. And you think so? I mean, hundred percent. I love. So there's, a no. big there's a big nostalgia problem right now mm -hmm. in gaming, um, but I think it's 
the problem in gaming right now is the same problem in movies. We just keep going to the same well. We're going to yeah. make the 14th Spider-Man. Yeah. We're going to make the 15th, you know, see, we're, you know, there's, there's talk that there's, they're in contracts to start up a third national Oh, treasure. there's no, like, original IP. No, that that's actually out. happening. That's going straight yeah, to uh, Disney+. Plus. And, and, and so you talk about <laughs> nostalgia. So and they're Hispanic the this time. What? So in the, in the gaming world, <laughs> there has been a big story as of late. So what is, everyone knows, one of the biggest games to ever come out in the history of gaming, Mr. Master Chief and Halo. I think we would all agree. Halo is one of the most iconic franchises that's ever been made in gaming. Mm-hmm. So I think if it wasn't for Halo, mm-hmm. Xbox wouldn't exist. Of course, but, Halo but, built Xbox. But there was there was Halo a good built Xbox. There was a point that but, Avante brought out about Ninja Turtles, and I don't know about y'all, but I haven't had fun like that because it was just uh, we all jumped in the game, and w- we were laughing, having a good time. A whole hour passed like nothing. It felt like we were yeah. at somebody's house. I mean, nostalgia is overrated because nostalgia isn't. I don't spend hundreds, you know, thousands of dollars on a PC, five, six hundred dollars on an Xbox or a PlayStation to play nostalgia. So the point I was making about Halo and why it's important and it fits into my 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 larger point is there is a massive uproar right now in gaming with Halo because. Obviously, Halo Infinite was a pretty bad launch. That's probably the biggest bust as mm. of late is Halo Infinite. That's pretty high up there. I should I didn't even think about that. Uh, you could argue that that might be the biggest bust because it's Halo. Mm. Um, so, but three four three four three, the studio that's now handling Halo, um, came out and said that the long-awaited co- uh, online co-op for Halo Infinite is set to come out, you know, in the fall or something like that. They're going to release a beta or they did the beta. But they said, "Hey, but we're going to we're not going to enable, we're not going to be able to bring back because there was talk that they were going to be bringing back the four the split screen local multiplayer for yeah. it so you could sit and play it." Right. And there was a massive uproar at least in your Reddit communities and things like that. And I'm going to be honest, and I'd ask any of you guys, does anyone in here want to get together with your friends in your living room and play Halo split screen on your television? Honestly, not really. I mean, well, no. I, I've uh, never played Halo like that. I played it like maybe one time for 10 but minutes. Let's say but let's say split screen. But I think what the nostalgia point of that isn't to be in each other's houses. It's the style of game of, of co-op that is missing. <laughs> Right, but you can play co-op. Uh, so, so you know? wait, wait, but the co-op fighter is like the Ninja Turtle, Streets of Rage, like mm. that's missing. Like co-op, uh, co-op in general is not in gone, general. but there, there's there is specific nostalgia for game for like fighter games from that kind of style mm. co-op. Not necessarily right. You know, it's not it's not How the sitting. It's not to go into someone's out? house. It's the hey, you know, we don't have a. A modern day like Suits of Rage like that like it's it was it was actually a, a Suits of Rage remake. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's, I say it it's a, overrated it's a, to add to your point, you can build on remake from that. So my question game, you know to you, so my question to you would be though is yes, we had fun playing that, but and why I say nostalgia is overrated, and maybe you can counter my point. How much time, truly, 
do you invest? Do you think we would be playing um, this Ninja Turtles game? We had fun for an hour and we played through it, but how much realistic, nostalgic time playing in that game would we invest in it? Truly, I'm just curious. That would be my question to start. I think it's small enough so that someone I know has beaten it, like, and beaten like most of the challenges in mm-hmm. the game with, with his buddy. Right. Like, so it really, it really depends on, on what, like, what demographic you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. the, the, if, if I was to support or kind of like give a, a reason of why the split screen would work nowadays is because the 40 year old with his son playing mm-hmm. wants to play with his son and he'll buy the game because of the nostalgia on his part. Now he could include his son or his son and daughter or, you know, uh, whoever else in the house, you know, that, that might be living with that person for them to play together. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's enough. I think it how many matter, people like, actually doesn't matter how much time so, after the point is that, that, that we pull the trigger on a game like that and spend the money and get it. Like that's, mm. that's, you know, after that, so to that's, me, that's they crossplay really, uh, fix. But here, that. but here for me, see, so, so to, to build on that point, my perspective, both as the dad, but seeing my kids bring their friends over, you know, cause I remember with my son and he would have people, you know, we would have, we would have family friends over Bef- before, before I got really injured and stuff. I had people over a lot at my house. And one thing that happened when everyone was here is we played Smash Brothers because that was probably the only co-op game we had. And you couldn't even play video games and people were picking it up and just going wild. And I'll be honest, those are some great, those are some great moments. I mean, couch co-op, couch co-op is fun. When you're sitting next to somebody, you say it's not happening now, but it's not happening now because there aren't games that do it. If you found but a I good, don't know oh, if but the think demand. about it. No, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let's let's back up a smidge because uh, we we just need to. So, first things first. What we did with Ninja Turtles was fantastic. Just being able to play a game together, regardless of own. all of us owning it or not, right? just one of us owning it and being able to share, that was a fantastic experience. The fact that it worked that flawlessly was even better. So if we can get more of that going on in the gaming world, I would fucking love that. Tell me that only one of us have to buy a game so that way we can share it with each other to play yeah. and we yeah. can all have the same experience. Like Avante was playing on, on fucking mouse and keyboard because he didn't have a controller that worked. <laughs> but the rest of us are over here like, ha this is fun as fuck. And he's yeah, like, this yeah, shit yeah. sucks. <laughs> you know? But, you know, but, but, that's, but that's part of it. That's, that's part of that, that experience mm-hmm. thing that, 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 mm-hmm. that, that I'm talking about, that sharing. While, yes, it, it doesn't bring you know, that couch co- co-op, which is fine. Um, couch co-op, neither here nor there. If the situation, you know, so allows for it and you have something that you can let you do that, mm-hmm. amazing. Because I know when I was a kid, that's what we used to do. We used to, we used right. to play Mortal Kombat or Tekken. Right. You know, winner stays on, loser gets off. And that's, that's how we played for, you know, every single time we were all together. But I mean, nowadays, I'm more than likely to, you know, play with you guys from our respective houses. It's just more convenient that way. 
and we kind of live far from each other. So <laughs> technically, when you technically when you think about gaming it. is like that way, though. I don't. I don't think that many people. Well, it it really you know, does depend on the situation. It, it's not even yeah. whether or not people are looking for it. It really does depend on the situation. For us, we're not looking for that, but there's right, probably right. other people that I are. Do, I do think there is an audience and a actual demographic, and I I see it in no, the younger generation. Oh, exactly, because my kids, yeah. the, when I walked in the house this afternoon when I got home from work, they were sitting in the in the living room playing something uh, together on the fucking switch. Right. Some dumb like kitty lamb some shit or other thing that they were just sitting here playing on the switch together yeah like have, that, that's dope and and i like that personally because i mean as a gamer who's actually a parent if i can get into a game with them i would like see i actually have the unique um how you call it i have multiple pcs in my house so even pc games we play together i've had friends come over with their laptops hook it up to my LAN, and we play League together. And there is nothing better. Listen, don't get me wrong. When I'm playing with you guys, we have a great time. But when, I, when I've when i played with my, my little brother, Tiny, and my son, we were all in the same room, and we're playing League. I can honestly say that that experience, and they even say it, it's it's just completely it's different. Completely different. Yeah. I mean, even even games... Think about card games, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh. Those are games, yeah, now you can play it online. It's awesome. But it's not the same thing as having your friends around the table. Think about a game like Dominoes. You know what I mean? People get shot it's, over it's Dominoes. A, it's, a simple, it's a simple game where you're matching the card that you have to the what's, what's on either end of the board that you can play that online. How boring. Is that game online though? I've tried to play it online, and it's just there is there is there is there is no fun. But yet, when you're with people, that's what I'm saying. The interaction part, I don't think I don't think it should go away completely. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it should be totally marketed for, but it looks like they haven't marketed it towards that 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 type of demographic of couch co-op at all i mean a lot of the games that have come out since 2000 have completely lacked co-op in general that's kind of why i like destiny because destiny was a first person shooter game where you know you had your pvp but it was mostly about player versus player versus monster you know what i mean you had the co-op of going after objectives together which in my opinion has always been awesome i mean think about it how how much and i play destiny solo and you know you do stuff in destiny you do stuff solo it's just not the same where you're playing it with your friends not just with a group of people because you can jumping puzzles you (laughs) could you know there you go case in point dj and jumping puzzles because this there's been times that avante has come over my house in the past when when we were younger yeah, that's, that was a long time ago. And we would just start playing video games. We didn't even, we weren't even good at them, but we were having that interaction. There's something about that because human interaction is still good. I mean, I I don't think we should, we should get away from that aspect. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? As you grow up, you know, you, you make new friends, but there's still something cool about having friends over and playing a video game. And the TVs are bigger. I've like, 
you can you can actually have a TV for yourself technically if we go by what we used to play on when we were smaller. Because I don't know about you, but I played on this little 12-inch black and white TV, my Nintendo, that I used to hook up with the forks in the back because that was the only connection that they had back then for those TVs. And we would play, me and my bro would play, or like a friend would come over, we would play two-player, whatever. And and I don't know if it's the nostalgia so much that's that's what feels good, or that actual human interaction with another person that is what is what feels good. And I, I don't think we should get a, go away from that, honestly. I mean... We're all going to join Metaverse then? <laughs> no, thank you. Lord. I'm not interested in owning. Well, that's what he land. wants to do. That's his whole idea. Is that well, the metaverse idea is that you can maintain interaction with visual eye contact because it's all tracking your face now. So when you look, want, your eye will around. I want to give. I want to give somebody five. I want to give somebody five when I do good. I want to like. You, Remember, you know we're what I mean? old, so we 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 have a Listen, certain. I'm we still have a certain level of human interaction is part of our day-to-day like i like i like talking to people on the phone occasionally like you know things like that we all that's i get enough human interaction when i pack my ass into the subway car every day to go to the office yeah but that's that's not that's not human interaction that's enough human interaction that's not that's not and then i come home and fuck with y'all on the internet and my 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 package package action you know, yeah, but it's yo, different when doing? it's somebody you want to be with, though. Trust me. I mean, come on, let's be let's be real about it. I mean, it's different when you're with someone you want to be with, when it's somebody you enjoy being around, no matter how bad your day is. You say you don't want to be with someone, but then that one person that you're good friends with shows up and it's like everything changes. The mood changes. I don't know if that's just me. You guys could just sit and talk or whatever, you know. That same friend, you guys could play a video game, you know, when you want to chill out. I don't know. I just feel like that experience has always been has always been a really, really good experience. Let me just ask this last question, though. We've been talking for a long time. Holy cow. So this this one is totally subjective. And. I want everyone to say what they say, and if you disagree with whoever says what. Feel free to say why, but what the heck, what is the greatest game of all time? Just say it. What is the greatest game greatest of game? all time? Greatest not greatest my, game. Not your most favorite game, but the greatest, the greatest game of all time. The greatest. Hmm. The greatest game of all time. Greatest game so, of all time. The greatest game and my favorite game would not technically be the same games. No. Maybe. That's the point. Maybe, maybe not. I mean... Maybe. Greatest game of all time. Maybe. That's hard. I, I... The truly greatest game of all time. The greatest video game of all time. No. That, that's could... a trick question. <laughs> that's a trick question. <laughs> What is the greatest game? We talked like, about this the other like, day. Like, no, that's a trick question. There, there is no greatest game of all time because, like, that's we 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 literally had the same exact. We said the same thing that, that like, we, well, we had the conversation right, and we never came to a consensus. You guys are gonna I, say Diablo too, though. <laughs> well, no, no, Diablo, super, definitely not. Super definitely Metroid. Not. No. Super the Metroid. Game I don't like Metroid Castlevania. Mm-mm. False. Super mm. Metroid. 
False. Wow. All of Super Metroid, Metroid is caca. Metroid is garbage. Super Metroid. <laughs> I, I would argue that probably the great. It's funny because if you Google like IGN's greatest game list of all time, IGN is put, biased. They, they put yeah, Breath of the they... Wild at the top, and now I think that Breath of the really? Wild is a dog shit game. I didn't. I didn't yeah. think Breath. Of, I thought it yeah. was good. Again, I, I don't think, think it was Breath of the Wild incentivizes like... combat, which takes away. Yeah. I think the greatest game of all time, in my opinion, is probably Ocarina of Time. Personally. Because it hit, I think it checked. <laughs> I think it checked all the boxes in terms of a game. It, it has you can go back and replay it. Um, Super Metro. It had side questing. It, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's put a pause real quick. Top ten greatest games of all time according to Metacritic. Okay, ready? Number one, Ocarina of Time. Oof. Okay. Number two. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I don't know about y'all, but that is what? a fantastic so fucking game. So An games. amazing fucking game. Yeah, like a record-setting number yes. of number, number two, yeah. though? Interesting. According to Metacritic. Top three. This is according to Metacritic by user it, score. Okay, you, so this is by us. Not by them. This is by us. Interesting. The fans. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 4. Number really? four. This is a really odd one because it just doesn't make sense. Uh, no, Soul Calibur. What? What? Okay. Soul Calibur one. Fighting games. They Soul made Calibur it. One. They're one. Soul Calibur. One now, over I'm not sure if you guys know this, game. but Soul Calibur was originally released as Soul Blade. Yes, I do. Right. Know that. Soul Blade I was know trash. That. I do. <laughs> I never played it, so, but I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, number three and number five are the same game, but for two different systems. I'm not sure how the fuck they let that happen. Super biased. Oh, okay. um, it's Grand Theft Auto 4 the for fix. 360. That's the fix. Mm. Yeah. Now, mind you, we must be stupid to have how let this happen. How many because... bot accounts? How many bot accounts? <laughs> um, number six <laughs> is Super Mario Galaxy. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number eight, what? Red Dead 2. Number well, nine, Grand Theft recent. Auto 5. And number 10 is Grand Theft Auto 5. So Wait, I cannot accept this as being... No, this is... So this is Metacritic, all time, all platforms, by user score. That's That makes no sense. How were they tracking any of the games before Grand Theft Auto 4? Yeah, like, I was going to say... I don't know. How are they tracking that? Before, um, this before only Hawk. Hold on, no. this only goes back... Because Sony Hulk is probably the game on that list, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Release how would they how would they track 000. that? Well, I I yeah. never got the survey to say what's <laughs> what's my favorite game. I mean, what's up with that? That ain't cool. I want to get the survey, man. I'll tell them my favorite game, Super Metroid, greatest game of all time. It had exploration, it had good combat, it had it grabbed okay. you, it wasn't that long. The soundtrack so, was amazing. Hear, hear this next top 10 coming from Games Radar. Oof, Halo squeaking in at number 11 is Halo. The first one? Feels bad. Yes, the first one. So number 10, Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Number 9, Mario 64. Mm. 8, oh. Last of Us. Last 7. Of us. They, said, they said the seven. remake of Last of Us is basically like a 9 out of 9. Wow. 9 out of 9.9 so, 9 out of 10. So, seven, here we go. A very, very classic, Tetris. Okay. Number six, Street Fighter 2, the original, 
Not any of the redos or any of the extra ones that came out. The original. Not Rainbow? Number five <laughs> is Minecraft. Number four is Half-Life 2. Ooh. Zelda Breath of the Wild is number three. Doom is number two. And number one is Dark Souls. Get what? out of here. Dark and Souls. And this is from Games Radar. Dark Souls. We need Dark to put Souls. those people Dark on this Souls podcast and be good. like, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, hold on. Time Magazine has a 50 best games of all time. Time Let's Magazine. See what what? They time? Say. What is Time, though? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear this. I okay, hear this. here we go. Top 10 from Time. Pong? I like their top 10. <laughs> their top oh. 10's not bad. It, oh, it caters to everybody. Hold on. I didn't know Here time was, was even around still. I thought they were gone. Lord. Here we go. Number 10. Number 10. World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay. Oh, number and... 9. My all-time favorite PC game, Oregon Trail. Because you can die of okay. dysentery no matter what, and when they spoofed it on Teen Titans Go, I fucking lost my Hilarious. mind. I fucking peed my pants, bro. Uh, number eight, Super Mario Brothers, the original. Okay. Seven, original. Super Mario 64 has got to be up higher. In my I was going to say, yeah, Super Mario 64 was definitely one of the best. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the best one. So, uh, seven, original Legend of Zelda, six, Minecraft, five, Miss Pac-Man, four, Doom, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is three, Mm. Mario 64 is two, Mm. and Tetris is number one. Tetris. Well, if they go... top ten is not bad. If they go by popularity and, I guess... Most played, maybe? Right. I don't know. Right. Because Tetris... People just play Tetris. A lot of people. But, but who yeah. doesn't know Tetris? Tetris? For Tetris yeah. and World of Warcraft to make it, that's just like super, everyone played it kind of thing. Like everyone. Right. Does that make it the greatest it. game of all time? I mean. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's not Super I guess, Metroid, so it already lost. I guess yeah. it, it helps to define <laughs> what makes a great game. And I don't know if we did that. <laughs> Right. Okay. Okay. So here, just just to put some things in perspective, from oh, here's here what time feel about uh, games throughout history. Bioshock is forty two. Fuck them. Pong is forty. That's the I dropped on the Pong whole thing too. beat Bioshock. That's Pong is forty. I, mean, I, I get it. Like you got to remember, Pong came out at a time that was like you couldn't make the, Bioshock. It was the only game. Here we game. go. You ready? Wait, that's like wait. that's like saying which game is better than Pong when the only game is Pong. Pokemon uh, is ranked thirty. Which one? Pokemon is ranked thirty. Pokemon Red which and Blue. One? Those people, did, they already showed Red and blue, fa- rank they're show- 30. They're showing their failure already. StarCraft 2, hey, 26. We made a list. We made a list, guys. StarCraft 2, let's go. Halo, rounding out top 25. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, they have fi- Flight Simulator in here at number 23. Okay, the I like their top, t- the their top 20 solid. Hold on, here we go. Mm-hmm. Top 25 is Halo at 25. Final Fantasy 7 at 24. Okay. Flight Simulator 10 at 23. GoldenEye at 22. Ooh. Best game ever at number 21, Diablo 2. <laughs> and then Zork at 20. Zork. Zork. You, yes, the the the, the um Zork? the text game. 
Oh, it's a, yes, it's a yes, game. yes, yeah. yes. I played that. You have to type turn left, right, right. open chest. <laughs> yes, it was a, it was, yeah. it was a dungeon. That yes. is, it was, it was a, dun- a dungeon oh. game. Yes, I would I never play that, play that yep. game. I, I, that. I think I've seen it, oh. or I maybe tried it once, and I would never play. It's worse than <laughs> an RPG for me, and because RPG is my least favorite, and like. That is worse than RPG, just how slow that is. That's crazy. Okay, so number 15, Counter-Strike. Hey. Quake is 14. Nice. The best simulator ever, SimCity 2000 at number 13. Okay. Okay. Where you can go in and forcefully, you know, create hurricanes to destroy your entire city. Best part of the game. Just create create absolute chaos. (laughs) Can you tell I was a little twisted as a child? A little bit. Like it's like when you Ace Invaders is nineteen. And you have it drive into a lake. The train (laughs) just dump into a lake. Yeah. We will not talk about roller coaster tycoon roller coaster mishaps. Whoops. But otherwise, I don't like this list. Wait, finish. Um, I mean, uh, Dota two's forty nine, Angry Birds forty eight, Guitar Hero. What was the top ten? Uh, t- uh, top ten was um, top ten was Warcraft, Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, yeah, you already Mario, Legend of Zelda, Minecraft. Once yeah. further Let's down, jumping around the list, yeah. Uh, like they a, have Final Fantasy VI at number twelve. Such a subjective question. Yeah, just, it really is. Like, yeah, you see how wide these lists are. Like, it's crazy. Word. All right. Like the Yo. ones that only have new games in their top ten. That's absolute bullshit. That's a yeah. travesty. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, so gaming, that's an... gaming is definitely going in an interesting direction. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. I really appreciated you guys just jumping on and just you know going along with this. This is a, this has been our first panel discussion. It was interesting. It was very interesting. Just hearing hearing your opinions on a, on a lot of the the questions. They were all pretty much subjective. There was no. There definitely wasn't a great answer. And hopefully Hold we on, keep... I found the list. I found oh. the list for you. Hold on real quick. Oh, Pop, uh, Polygon has Super Metroid as number 10. Lol. <laughs> That's your list. Told, there you go. I found you. one just for you. I told you. I'm gonna, yo, link that one in the Discord. I want to check that out. <laughs> this, is be- this is 500 <laughs> best games of all time. 500? And it made 10. Um, b- uh, This list is actually not too far off from Times list and every other list we- we've looked at. Really? Uh, maybe the last three. They also have Minecraft, Street Fighter... Uh, Pac-Man, Doom, and Mario, Zelda, Tetris in the top 10. Mm. Yeah, the top 10s are pretty close. Awesome. All right, so let me just wrap this up. So I just want to say thank you for listening, everyone who tuned in, and just continue being awesome. Remember, Jesus loves you, and ganadora. <laughs>